0: It's only one summer league game, but Ty Ty Washington could force the hand of the Oklahoma City Thunder after his dazzling debut. Plus, Cason Wallace absolutely embodies Oklahoma City basketball. Usman Jang could really change the landscape of Thunder basketball this year. And Jared Butler continues to stroke it from beyond the arc. All that and more coming up on today's Locked on Thunder podcast.
1: You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Let's get it going on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, media member and editor-in-chief over at thunderousintentions.com, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at Lothunderpod. Email the show, Lothunderpod, at gmo.com. On today's show, we're diving into the Oklahoma City Thunder, having Ty Ty Washington make his summer league debut and simultaneously looking extremely good. What does that mean for this ever-complicated roster crunch? Kason Wallace shows his ability to resonate with the Thunder fan base, and Usman Jang continues to improve, look good, and could be a difference maker for the Thunder this season. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you, talking Thunder basketball, you everydayers. I greatly appreciate it. Subscribe wherever. You get your podcast from, including on YouTube for another jam-packed week, because we don't stop even in the off season. We continue to roll out podcasts. And in this game, in this podcast, we're talking about this game, vice versa. Uh so no Jeremiah Robinson Earl. That one was pretty interesting to me because I just don't understand it. Uh it, it wasn't as though it would have been a disrespectful setting to put Jeremiah in because you still played Usman, you still played Casey Wallace, you still played Keontae Johnson. Um, but Jeremiah just didn't play in this game. And you would assume, but you know what happens when you assume, I mean, boom, uh, that he wouldn't play Sunday, but that would mean that the Thunder brought him back off of that ankle injury for just one single game that wasn't particularly uh, encouraging, uh, but hey, he was out this game. No Chet Holmgren, no Jay will no Trey Mann as we knew, and no J-Dub as we knew. Ty Ty Washington was active tonight and came off the bench. The starters were Kaysen Wallace, Jared Butler, Usman Jang, Keontae Johnson, and K.J. Williams. So Ty Ty Washington. He was activated to the Th- uh, Thunder Summer League roster this afternoon, played this evening. He wore the number 28. He's the first player to wear 28 in OKC history. We did not have a P.J. Dozier situation. Ty Ty wore number zero with Houston, switches to 28 in OKC for however long this stint will end up lasting. The biggest thing from Ty Ty Washington's game was the playmaking, and it was a, an asset that the Thunder desperately needed especially with the inactives tonight. And so even on the first offensive possession, you saw Ty Ty Washington creating for his teammates while being off the ball. He's pointing out who the open man is, how to get the ball to him. And then it works out for OKC identifying the open man as if he's a quarterback, identifying the Mike linebacker, like the stuff Ty Ty Washington was doing was awesome. He had so many great plays that aren't going to show up in the box score and, and didn't show up in the box score. Because, you know, guys didn't hit their shots, but he had some great plays like this one where he he gets the catch, goes for a pump fake, guy bites on the pump fake, he goes downhill extremely hard to the cup, and that forces the defense to come collapse and to uh, commit to him, and as that happens, it looks like Ty Ty's going to just take a shot, but no, he kicks it to the corner, wide open in the corner, a perfect pass that put it right where the shooter wants it in the corner, and they missed It would have been a great assist, but that's a great process for Ty Ty Washington. And that organization and, you know, structure to the summer league offense is what the Thunder needed from him in this game. And you saw how he ran the pick and roll to perfection. He was one of the best in the G League last year, according to Synergy, uh, as a pick and roll ball handler. And he displayed that in this one multiple times. The first example was, you know, K.J. Williams had a screen for him. The defense doubles and commits to... Tie tie, tie ty, ty then dumps a bounce pass in between the two defenders, gets it right to K.J. Williams. Williams makes, makes a great catch on the, on the reception. The guard is late to rotate off of Ty-Ty back to K.J. Williams, and when you're late as a guard to rotate to a big and you get behind him, the big man should finish. K.J. Williams did finish, and boom, it creates a beautiful bucket for OKC. And that ability to attack closeouts off the dribble, off the catch, stood out in this game for Tai Tai, and it allowed him to create easy shots. Not necessarily, again, it didn't necessarily change it to an assist all the time, but it created easy shots for either Tai Tai with the, with that nasty floater, which is a real weapon for him or also create looks and opportunity for his teammates. And so his ability to, to in one fluid motion, attack a closeout and get downhill hard. It really puts the defense on edge and off balance because you know he can get that push floater off and he's got to improve finishing at the rim, you know, in general, but that push floater is a real weapon for him to be able to finish at the rim uh, for, for, you know, the success of his offensive game, but his ability to just get downhill hard is going to help him eventually as he matures and develops, turn into a better rim finisher, I believe. And so there's other great plays that he made like this bounce pass in transition to Hunter Malnado, who just missed a layup. Like that was a great pass a great setup and it doesn't mean anything in the box score. And then another great pass in the pick and roll uh, where they ran it in the corner and he goes, runs the pick and roll, hits Tanner Groves and Tanner Groves just bobbles it. And that causes him to miss the layup as a big man. You've got to hit that. You've got to catch that. Like that was a spoon fed opportunity that simply was missed. That was no fault of Ty. Ty Ty. Ty did everything right, but it was just missed. And again, the ability to get downhill in just one fell swoop, and do it fast with burst helped him blow by Blau Kubale, who's a really good defender. Like, Blau Kulabale is, is raw, and he's going to need time, whatever. He, he he showed some really good defense against grown men in the postseason overseas, and so uh, that's no small feat for Ty-Ty and and, and was able to do some things like that too. So last year in the G League, Tai Tai Washington played 21 games. He scored 22 points per game, 6 assists, 5 rebounds, and 1.3 stocks per game. He had shooting splits of 43% from the floor, 33% from three and 83% at the free throw line, which, you know, the, the G league free throws are pretty tough because, you know, you, you, for the majority of the game, you only get one. So it's just, you shoot one for, for two. And so sometimes that can affect guys, uh, free throw percentages. And Ty still shot 83% from the free throw line in the G league. And so I think that there's a few levels to this also mentally for Ty Washington I think it means a lot that he truly wanted to play and compete to be here because he knows the Thunder have to make six roster cuts. And, and you know, and, and by roster cuts, you know, just roster moves to get guys off. Like last year, we knew entering training camp, like Vid Krejci, Taylor Malone, like all these guys were going to be r- roster casualties. They didn't technically cut those guys. They, they combined them all into one big trade with Houston uh, t- to just Houston cut them and, and then the Thunder cut the Houston guys. I'm just using cuts as a broad term. They've got to get rid of six guys that are currently on standard contracts at, as of this moment. And, and Ty Ty Washington is one of the easier ones to move on from. You know, you don't have that investment in him. You don't have that tied to him. And he knows that, like, to, to stay in this environment, which is a place that players want to get to, and, and, and an organization that players really respect, especially players who understand they still need to develop and they still need opportunity to develop and hone in on their game and hone in on their skills. To take this opportunity seriously and play in summer league when there's only two games left, like, how easy would it have been to just say, eh, I don't want to play in these two games. There's only two games left. There's no point to ramp up. I'll just I'll just go to practice a little bit and and, and we'll see in training camp. But, but instead to take this opportunity, play in the last two games with little to no practice time with this team uh, and, and really with a team that you're on the outside looking in on the roster bubble, I think it just shows his mentality of wanting to compete and wanting to, to take advantage of every opportunity given him in the, in the NBA. And so with a strong training camp, there's some stuff there like the, the, with a strong training camp he could maybe force the hand of the thunder it's gonna be very tough um you know it's gonna be very tough to to find not only a roster spot for him because again he's one of the easier players to move on from both financially both um, investment wise etc but even if he does make the roster it'll be tough to find him minutes however in a perfect world I would love for him to be on this team in this system for a full year I would love to see. And it mainly be with the blue. Like I'd, I'd love to see what Cam Woods can do and Mark could do with Ty-Ty Washington in their grasp for a full year. But oftentimes we don't live in a perfect world. So it's still going to be a massively uphill battle. And this is just one summer league game. And I wouldn't go changing uh, the roster projection that we did earlier this week uh, just because it's one summer league game. But it was a really good one. And you'd rather look really good than look really bad. Like Of the two options, you'd much rather look really good than really bad. And so what it comes down to is, as I keep saying, This is what the Thunder have dreamed of. People, the national media doesn't really understand how to talk about this. Whoever the Thunder cut, I promise you, mark it down right now. This is a guarantee. I promise you, whoever the Thunder cut come October, every single national media member is going to say, like, I know this is the problem, okay? This is the problem with having so many future first round picks. You just can't keep them all. You just can't keep them all, okay? You can't keep them all. That's what the Thunder want. Guess what? People said that same thing about Isaiah Roby. And no offense to Isaiah Roby, but did you miss Isaiah Roby last year? No. The team who claimed Isaiah Roby doesn't miss Isaiah Roby right now. Right? So, like, there are going to be guys that get cut. And eventually, there's going to be a guy that gets cut that's going to have a really good NBA career. For example, everyone is ready for the with pitchforks to, to get Jeremiah Rumsher out of town. I think he's going to be a really good rotational player. It's probably not going to be for OKC, but I think it will be somewhere else. With that being said, though, this is what the Thunder want. The Thunder, as an organization, want this tough decision. They want this tough training camp, and they want to have to cut a quality basketball player or multiple quality basketball players. This has been their vision that they've revealed to you since day number one of this rebuild, where they know. They want a training camp that is fierce every year because you're just dying to be a part of this team and to survive. And guess what? Some guys are going to be left behind. And so when you bring in Ty Ty Washington, you're hoping he can force your hand because competition brings out the best in athletes like this. And so I would still, if if I was a betting man, I would still bet Ty Ty Washington ends up on another team before the season opener but it is very much welcomed if he's able to push someone else. If he's able to wake someone else up or if he just outright snatches that roster spot away from somebody like the thunder are truly in a no lose situation because when it comes to releasing trading, whatever, getting down to the 15 standard contracts, when it comes to that portion, they are going to be able to not only move on from, you know, good role players. But if you're moving on from them, that means someone else played better than them. Like it's going to be a fierce competition and a fun one to follow all throughout training camp. And this has been the vision this entire time. And from here on out, training camp in Bricktown will be the most fun in the NBA because they're every year from here on out, they're going to have to move on from guys who can really play. So let that be, if nothing else, a testament to how good the depth will be for OKC. And we've seen some some teams where they're top heavy and the and the depth is what costs them. With the amount of first round picks, with the amount of second round picks, with the amount of talent already on the roster, I, I don't see depth being an issue for OKC during this run, which is which is exactly what you need. Exactly what you need. You also need to go check out bird dogs because bird dogs is the thunder of the shorts. If I just got you excited about Thunder basketball, this company produces shorts that are just like the Thunder. We know the Thunder, they embrace competition and they embrace versatility. Bird Dogs is extremely versatile and they can blow the competition out of the water. So go to birddogs.com slash locked in NBA and enter promo code locked in NBA. And when you do, you're going to get a free Yeti style tumbler, which can keep your drinks hot, keep your drinks cold, keep your drinks the way you want them with a beautiful design too, with the bird dogs logo. So, so you get that just by going to birddogscom dogs.com slash locked in or entering the locked in MBA promo code for that free Yeti style tumbler. But why I say that these shorts that I'm wearing currently right now are so versatile is they look good. And what I mean by look good, they look good in every setting. You can go for a night out, you could go to a business meeting. You can lounge around the house. You can even go play pickup hoops in these shorts because they're so versatile. They're so breathable. They're so flexible. They are so forgiving. Get them, get them, get them at birddogs.com slash locked in Birddogs.com slash locked in NBA. That's birddogs.com slash locked on NBA.
1: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama.
0: We're back on the Lockdown Thunder podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Folks, thank you so much for making us your first lesson every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball. You can also get involved with the show by going on Twitter at Ryland underscore styles. You can also get involved with the show by texting us 405-963-3686 on subtext if you so choose. If you present to me your takes on Summer League. It will be read on a podcast and reacted to on a podcast next week, so get involved there at 405-963-3686. Cason Wallace, the first play of the game was beautiful. It was a guard-to-guard screening action where Jared Butler slips uh, on the screen, goes out to the three-point line. Uh, Wallace just kind of flips it over his head to Jared Butler for three. Bang. Uh, He had just like Um, Ty-Ty, he had some opportunities where uh, there was a play where he was gnashing through the lane and kicks to the corner and the shooter just misses, but it's a wide-open shot and a great play, Uh, but Hunter Malnado just missed the shot. Uh, He also, on this this lob play, he breaks up this lob play like a safety defending a fade at the goal line, just leaps up, breaks up the lob play all alone and stops single-handedly, stops a two-on-one fast break. I mean, this guy is special on the defensive end, and whenever Mark compared him to Ed Reed, that was spot on. We've seen that throughout summer league. He looks exactly uh, like Ed Reed. He also has no hesitation at all. Like as a playmaker, he has no hesitation to throw that lob pass. He loves that lob pass. He tried one to Kathy Johnson. Uh, it, the, the lob itself didn't work. I think it, I think that the play could have still been successful had kathy came down with it, pump faked, and then went up. Uh, but ultimately, no no points on that one. But he he is not, a, not afraid to throw a lob pass and go for the big play. Another thing that stood out to me was, you know, you look at case and and – He's obviously a defensive ace, but when guys try to post him up or think that they can exploit him by backing him down, he gets so much leverage and is so sturdy defensively that you're not going to bully him. Like he's not going to be bullied. So here's a guy who who can play the passing lanes, who can play in isolation on the perimeter, and who's not going to get bullied inside. Like that is all them and it has just incredible natural instincts. Has all the makings of a really, really good defender in this league. He's diving on the floor nearly every single play. In fact, right before the half, like he creates a loose ball foul at the end of half on the def- on the defensive end that gives him two free throws. Now he split the difference on them, but it closed the gap to a two possession game entering the half. And plays like that, plays like the game against Dallas where, where it's a blown up lost play, right? The ball's deflected into, into the backcourt. You got to go get it and heave up a half court shot, but it goes in. Plays like that add up over time and change games. And when you change a game, you change your season. Like, Look back at last season. How different of a position are the Thunder end with you know two or three more wins. And you can think back in your head of how many of those games were easily decided by a couple of plays. So not only does he provide depth, but he provides an ability to continue to stack good plays on each other. And when you get players like that, boom, you're going to have success. You're going to have uh, an ability to um, win games. He had a catch and shoot three in the corner, which I thought was brilliant because it was a catch and shoot that was in an opportunity where it's going to be presented to him all the time in the regular season. This was a a opportunity where he's sitting in the corner, ball handler goes, touches the paint, drive and kick out to the corner. Boom. Hits the three for a Wallace. That's going to be the look that's going to be his offensive opportunity for a lot of the time in the NBA uh, for his rookie season. So Getting comfortable in that is going to be very important. Just like Tai Tai, he, he tacked closeouts very well today. Very well off the dribble. Finishes with 10 points on 8 shots, 2 assists, a rebound, 2 steals, 2 for 4 from 3, and 4 turnovers. Usman Jang. It's funny because, you know, whenever this game first started, I wrote in this in the notes that, you know, the stat sheet might not look as good in this game as previous games, but it was still a great game for him because he showed no hesitation. And he still shot good looks. But the stat sheet ends up looking pretty good. I mean, 17 points, five assists, five rebounds, a steal, a block, only two turnovers, uh, four for four from the stripe, three for seven from three, five for 12 from the floor, and 28 uh, minutes. Three for seven from three. I want to highlight the fact that he only made three of the seven, but he took seven. And he took seven in stride, in rhythm, no hesitation. So we see now that even when they're not falling at the rate that they once were, like, you know, he, he's had some of the games where he missed like one shot, two shots in a game. So even whenever they're not falling, he's still going to keep up that that confidence in his shot and that no hesitation in his game. He looks in total control of the game right now, and in total control of situations, and with total confidence you know, on the floor. And I know that you're screaming right now, this is just summer league but it was also just the G league where he didn't do this. A lot of the times it was also his rookie season where he didn't do this a lot of the times. And then last year, of course in summer league, he had the wrist injury, whatever, but like even whenever he's been put in lesser situations, like the G league, there are games where he looks like this in the G league. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes in the G league, he was still just floating around out there and not putting his nose in the action. He played with a lot better offensive force throughout this entire, you know, summer summer league period. Um, and, And in this game, it was no different in this game. He still played really well. Now, if you would have asked me before the game, I thought that Usman was not going to play today. So I still think that he's not going to play on Sunday, but I wouldn't rule it out because he just kept playing to this point. And so what's one more game? Uh, but Usman has looked incredible. If this, if this is the end for his Summer League stretch, uh, it, it can show that he can change things for OKC. Talked about this on, on yesterday's podcast on the mailbag episode. You know, Usman can, you know, it, it, I was asked, you know, what was what, what is the biggest breakout that you're hoping for? And I said, well, you know, you, you know, he personally help everyone does good, but like for the Thunder to change the, the complex of their season, if Usman can carry this into the regular season, it really changes what they can do. It really changes their ceiling. It changes their, their style of play. It changes everything about their game. And so with Usman, he doesn't even have to be like this ultra version of himself. If he's just willing to play with more force. That'll get him more minutes because he, he can play good defense, and so playing with more force and becoming a positive or close to a positive on offense would do wonders and, and help again elongate your depth and elongate your talent window, and along you know just just help everything out for the 82 game marathon. So I would love that for Musum Jang if he can continue to play at this level. And again, it doesn't have to be the shiny box scores that it's been in summer league, but just the the ability to continue to keep going, continue to um, you know keep playing no hesitation basketball without hesitation. You should head over to FanDuel. FanDuel is America's number one sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel.com slash locked on. Folks, take your first swing at betting MLB on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. That's right. If you just bet 20 bucks, you're going to land 200 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. It's a great deal. That's 200 bucks uh, that you can spend betting everything from money line to over-unders or whatever you want to choose from, whatever you can think of to bet, even on who's going to hit that first home run. So it's all, you know, on the app that's safe, on the website that's safe, secure. It's super easy to use, offers fast withdrawals. Plus, when you win, you get paid instantly. There's no better place to bet on MLB than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. So sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and you get that $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel is the official partner of Major League Baseball. It's baseball season right now, but the over underlines for the NBA you know, win totals are certainly going to be rolling out very very soon plus the football uh, over underlines for college and pro is going to be rolling out already out there on Fanduel.com. so you can bet on that if you feel uh very confident on a team's one projection you can do a lot of stuff over there at Fanduel. so go there right now to fanduelcom slash lockdown that's fanduelcom slash lockdown
1: the nba playoffs are right around the corner and locked on nba is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama
0: Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking thunder basketball. If you Your next listen, check out locked in NBA for the national perspective on basketball. we got a jam packed week again next week. We're going to continue on through the off season. KJ Williams, seven points, seven rebounds and assist a steal. The thing with KJ is he's got to cash in more on these bunnies. He, he cannot afford to miss easy looks at the rim but he sets really good screens and he's in good position defensively. You know, we, we've talked about him this week. It's going to be interesting to see who survives this two-way roster crunch because it's, it's not just a roster crunch for the standard contracts. The Thunder have two open two-ways. They've already given one to Kathy Johnson. They have two open two-ways, and you can fill it with Lindy Waters. You can fill it with Jared Butler. You can fill it with Kayla McConnell. You can fill it with, you know, uh, KJ Williams. Like, they, there's so many guys who um, could warrant – a two-way spot that, you know, they're really under pressure and under Microsoft right now. Cause I think that, I think that one's probably gonna go to Lindy again. So you have, cause he was at the, you know, uh, summer league game earlier this week. So you have, you have Kathy Johnson, you have possibly Lindy waters. And then that only leaves you with one spot for a lot of guys who are capable Uh, and kill McConnell left this game with concussion like symptoms. If it ends up being a full-blown concussion, he would obviously be out on Sunday. So we'll see what his status is for Sunday. Jared Butler, though. He showed that he should be a two-way guy. He is a shooter-shooter, four for eight from three, 57% from the floor on 14 shots, three three rebounds, four assists, 22 points, only one turnover, only one foul. I I get it. Like, for some reason, Jared Butler has racked up the memes and the jokes and the hate from, you know, the Thunder Twitter and everything else, but he played really good today, and he's played really good all summer league long, and and he's a guy that, you know, I think should be on a two-way deal mainly for what he brings to the blue and what he brings to, uh, you know, helping guys like Keontae guys that you're going to send down to the blue, helping them be organized, helping them, you know, thrive uh, and helping their development. As I've said all week, you know, if the thunder are having to rely on heavy two, eight minutes from someone not named Keontae Johnson, things have gone terribly wrong. So like, it doesn't really matter. Who's on the two way deal in the, in the grand scheme of things in the sense of like who can impact the NBA the most, but Jared Butler and, and Lindy's floor spacing ability with Kenneth Johnson could make the, the blue not only you know, a great watch, but could, could really help the development for these young guys who you're going to assign to the blue throughout the season. So we'll see how it all shakes out on the two-way slots because it's not just the standard deals that you got to focus on. This, this roster is overflowing with, with talent and overflowing with candidates for spots. Speaking of Kenneth Johnson, Only scored nine points, six rebounds and assists today, one for two from three, shot 40% from from the floor. That three-point shot is real, and he can hit tough ones. He can hit the open ones. He can hit tough ones. And he just, in this game, showed off an ability to play big inside if he needs to, but also work really well outside. And so I just love the juice that Kante Johnson brings to OKC. So how did the Thunder lose this game? Well, Washington eventually ran away with this one. Uh, At one point, got up 17 points. There were nine lead changes, six ties. OKC uh, lost the um, rebounding battle by five. The Thunder only had nine turnovers. The first time this summer league, going back to LO, you know uh, Salt Lake City and now, the first time this summer league where they've been under double digits in that category, Washington had, had 12 turnovers, so not terrible, uh, especially for summer league standards. OKC barely lost points in the paint. They won second chance points. However, Washington dominates the fast break section. 18 to 2, which is where the Thunder should be making their money in the fast break. The Thunder shot 41, 39, and 75. Washington was just great shooting the ball. They had to work for it in the first few quarters, you know, in the first half of the game, but eventually they just got easy looks and and they were able to cash in 53, 57, 77 for them. The Thunder missed Chet and his defensive presence in a big way in this game. MVP this game, Ty Ty Washington. So, what's to come for Lockdown Thunder? On Monday's show, we're going to recap the final summer league game on Tuesday's show, because the recap bumps mailbag Monday Tuesday show, we're going to do your mailbag questions. So start dropping them below on YouTube and also on Twitter at Ryland underscore styles on Wednesday's show, the three biggest takeaways from summer league for the thunder and the NBA on Thursday, we're gonna have a special guest to discuss the expectation level for this team post summer league. And right before we really get into the FIBA World Cup and then and then a small little dead period before um, training camp. And on Friday, I'm going to try my hand at finding out what this rotation is going to be. And this is going to be a no-win proposition for everyone involved because the Thunder are going to play 10 to 12 guys a night and they have so many candidates who deserve opportunity and deserve minutes. Let's try to figure out how it's all going to go down with this rotation on Friday's show. So another jam-packed week coming up starting on Monday with the final recap of Summer League. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for following along on Summer League, all draft process. The numbers have been fantastic uh, for the, over, the, over the last two months, uh, leading up to this point. So I really appreciate you all listening. I really appreciate the kind words on YouTube and DMs and everything else. Thank you all. Subscribe, like the video, like the podcast, review the podcast. Thank you so much. Until tomorrow, be good and be good to one another.